everyone. This is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from a presentation by Rebecca Schultz at our Innovative Solutions for Lipedema and Lymphedema Virtual Symposium that was held in October 2021. Rebecca, a member of the Lipedema tribe, describes her journey of self-loving as she learns to take care of her lipedema. Compared to everyone else. At 10 years old, I'd already tried and failed at multiple diets. I was an anxious kid in a troubled family, and I turned to food for comfort. Exasperated, my parents turned to shaming and blaming in an attempt to change me. We all know how well that works, right? By the time I graduated from high school, I weighed 300 pounds and wore size 24 jeans. I was depressed, lonely, and riddled with body shame. Does that sound familiar? Things got a little better when I moved away for college. I even lost a little bit of weight, but I was starting to accept I would always be well into the plus sizes. All that changed one night. When I happened to put on the TV, in the middle of the Biggest Loser finale. I'd never seen the show. Why would a fat person wanna watch a show with a bunch of fat people, I thought. But as I watched contestant after contestant weigh in and lose 100 or more pounds, I was hooked. I want that. I wanna be beautiful. Each week I watched the show from the edge of my seat soaking up any tips to emulate in my own life. Contestants worked out a lot, so I started working out a lot. They counted and restricted calories, so I counted and restricted. I carried a notebook with me and meticulously recorded my workouts and every morsel of food. I started weighing myself multiple times a day and tracking my progress in a spreadsheet, complete with a little chart. For extra motivation, I printed out several pictures of my favorite trainer, Jillian Michaels, and taped them in my kitchen and next to my desk at work. I'm watching. I wrote in a speech bubble next to her head. It worked. Aside from my upper arms and my thighs, I got smaller, much smaller. Over the course of three or four years, I lost about 130 pounds. But as the years passed, I had less and less time to live because I spent more and more time at the gym. At the height of the 2008 recession, I even volunteered to be laid off from my job so I could have more time to exercise. My car died and rather than replace it, I started biking everywhere. Eventually, I was spending so much time at the gym, they offered me a job. I worked at the front desk in the morning. I took back-to-back classes in the afternoon, and I taught spinning classes in the evening. The trainers who knew me suggested I was overtraining and tried to send me home. The ones who didn't tried to recruit me for their weight loss classes. I even took one in desperation, but stayed stuck at 175 pounds, an extra small on top and a size 12 on the bottom. Now, this was far from where I thought my body should be, but it seemed socially acceptable enough that I started to think, you know, 
maybe my life can be about more than going to the gym. Maybe not everyone can be beautiful, no matter how hard they try. I just happened, as fate would have it, to walk into the clinic on the day when a visit, I walked in there on a day when a doctor with lipedema was working. She was just filling in for that one day. She let me, I sat in there by myself for a long time and I knew something was going on. Finally, she came in and I said, I need to tell you something that's gonna explain everything. On the way out, she hugged me and said we were sisters. I thanked her and burst into tears before I could even reach the parking garage. Two days later, the COVID quarantine started and I had nothing to do but search the internet. And thankfully that's how I found Lipedema Simplified. I scheduled a call with Catherine Sayo and she encouraged me to start keto immediately. Rebecca, she said, I bet a year from now, you could be a hundred pounds lighter. I was scared. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> keto really scared me for a couple reasons. If at first, if I was gonna list my favorite foods, they would go something like bagels, birthday cake, chocolate bars, and keto seemed impossible. Um, I was also afraid of compromising the progress that I had made in therapy, trying to shift my focus away from weight and towards accepting my body however it was. What if I tried keto and it didn't work? Would I be devastated? And could I avoid feeling like a failure? One year later, I know how much weight I've lost. I'm not gonna say it here because I wanna focus on what I've gained, not what I've lost. I think the pictures speak for themselves. So what have I gained with keto and with this journey? So I'm down from a size 18 or 20 in my top to a 10 or 12. On the bottom, of course, I do have lipedema, so it's not been as much, but I'm down from a 22, 24 to a 16, 18. In six months, my hemoglobin A1C dropped from 5.1 to 4.5. I'm sure it's even lower now. I've been able to get off my blood pressure medicine, and I also stopped taking my birth control, which was something that was really scary. I was afraid it would upset my lipedema and it, it didn't. I'm walking more and I'm walking faster. My walking pace has increased from 23 to 24 minutes per mile to 17 to 18. And six months into keto, I started jogging. That was something that was really important to me. I had run half marathons when I was doing my biggest loser kind of lifestyle and being able to jog again was a big deal for me. I started with 10 minutes a day and I said, I'm going to do what I can. And now I can run about a mile and a half in the park with other people watching, which is a big deal. I have more energy, focus, and a better mood and better sleep than ever before. And my skin is great and all my hair is growing back, which is exciting. Thank you, Rebecca. That was an incredibly inspiring presentation that you gave at the symposium. And if you found this excerpt interesting, remember that you can purchase the recordings of this and all of the other amazing presentations from our symposium by visiting our website, lipedema-simplify.org 
and clicking on the Lipedema Symposium button. And a big thank you to all of our listeners to our flash briefings. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement just to let you know our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.